Hey, Kevin. Hey, Marcel. What's going on? Uh-oh. Fetto. Hey. This is going to be a troublesome call, <laughs> I can tell. Not working this week. Well, I am working. I'm just not on a site, so. Plus, you uh, got a girlfriend, so I'm surprised you even have time for us anymore, Matt. No, it's fine. We're going to go get some beers after this, so it's fine. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. When when are you going to introduce her on the Zoom call? I think it's part part of your relationship. It shows dedication, commitment. Oh, does it? I haven't seen any other partners on this call. <laughs> well, maybe we're going to have to start making a rule. I mean, maybe because they're all like, "Screw you! I ain't going on that thing." What like? What is it with Dearson, man? I don't know. Why is he going to be topless you? every week now? Fucking jealous! But now I got to start putting clothes on. Listen, hey, I've been, I didn't I've been know bottomless par- for the last 18 months. Nobody's complained. <laughs> Where are you, dude? I didn't know your apartment complex had a pool or your condo. Well, my my condo has two pools. Oh, yeah. And, Where yeah, are you? You're not there. I moved. Did you move? Oh, yep. shit. Where'd you move to? Moved to the Burbs. Nice. Henderson? Uh, no, close to it, though. Southern oh, Highlands. Nice. nice. Temporary joint. Nice. Before, okay, so before Ellen gets on, I, I, uh, you guys heard about NAB, right? Yeah. That canceled. I'm very curious what LDI is going to do. I know. And I'm Marcel, I know I texted you about this and I, I'm, I'm curious. And I heard, you know, ETC pulled out of LDI just because of their concerned and, and all that stuff. What is, what's everyone's thoughts? I'm going to Vegas no matter what. <laughs> Kevin's going to yeah, see I think that. a lot of us are having a trade show, whether they want it or not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that uh, there's going to be much stop in that bus. Right. Yeah. I'm, no. I mean, all Get together at the bar, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Now I've heard all the same things you have, Matt, and you and I chatted, like you said yeah, yeah. a little bit about it. I've talked to a bunch of the big manufacturers yeah. and, um, I've had a few who have called me in the past few days and said, what would you do? I don't know why, because I haven't had a big company that spent any money at trade shows in a very long time. But um, yeah, I mean, I would still go. If, if I was running a company that did trade show booths right now, I would still go. I would still do a trade show booth. I wouldn't be doing a light show like a big, you know, uh, monstrosity of a booth. I'd have a whole bunch of couches and, uh, uh, you know, if they say Plaza was a networking show, let's make this a, a beast of a networking show, you know? So yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah. But, I mean, it's no, also I'm in agreement. I mean, it's also interesting that the, the most, the most, the best part about NAM was that it was in January. Now they're moving it to the summer, which is kind of inconvenient for, like if they're trying to get production designers and designers into it, um, it's just, that's like the heart of our season right there. <laughs> so, there's, yeah. there's never, ever, ever 
a good time to throw a trade show. And Ellen Lamp would be the very first one to tell you that. Mm. LDI is a perfect example of it. They have tried it in multiple cities at multiple times. You know, either either companies are yelling and screaming, bitching and moaning that it's too close to Thanksgiving, or they're yelling and screaming, bitching and moaning that it's too close to Halloween and they're trying to do fog juice orders. I mean, everybody's got a bitch about it. Yeah. Just is what it is. Well, I, January, I like January because that's inherently our dead time anyway. You know what I mean? Your it, dead time, not my dead time. Well, <laughs> I, it, for, that's what I mean. For, I, like every, everybody I mean, for has concert, their own personal thing. Sure. For I mean, for concert touring, there isn't a lot going on in January. I'm just saying, like, for no, theater, and, and there and isn't would, a lot. I would argue, I would argue that although concert touring does maintain a significant amount of the market share in the live events business, that it is absolutely not the significant one sure out of all you know so corporate slam during january and so does television yeah yeah. no i mean it's and it it all is that kind of niche and nam is more directed to concerts live events obviously they get other people in there but i just feel like it's it was a good time for us is it Uh, i thought unless i'm thinking of something else i thought nam nam was more like i mean we used to call it the spandex ballet it was all guitar center oh it's i mean if i've been there every nam for the last six years and it's i mean yes it's a glorified guitar center but they've given us it's grown where they've given us a whole hall like we've pretty much taken over half of a hall um, and you know, they have other organizations in the front end of that. And if we get more people, if they get more people into it, they're going to give us the whole hall. But yeah, I mean, the thing so that they're I trying like, to turn it into a, a music mesa. Well, I mean, thing. it's it, like, it, Very, yeah, like, just like, just like, uh, pro light and sound. That's exactly what yeah. they're trying to do. I mean, it, yeah. the way, the way that we tried to like fill it when I came on to consult was that it was kind of like a musical crossroads where you do have a lot of artists there doing their endorsements. Your tour managers, your production managers are there to like support the artists that they're watching. So you can very easily say, hey, there's this new product I want to check out, maybe use on this tour. Can we check it out? Rather than sending them like a website link or a, you know, a, a YouTube video or something like that, they can see it in real life and you can justify it. A couple of years ago, Four Wall had a huge presence at NAM. And um, for them, use lighting shot through the roof. I mean, Marcel, I don't, I know you're a competitor with them, but like use lighting at NAM. They said they made over two hundred fifty thousand dollars in three days. I think that pretty much tells you the market attendees that are showing up. <laughs> They're but looking I mean, for use gear, not new stuff. But I mean, that was just one section of it. You know, that was like you're you're talking like you do have a lot of houses of worship that go to these things because bands mm-hmm. are such a huge part of it. Um, like, I'll tell you, all of my artists do something at NAM, and all of my every year I've been there, tour managers, production managers. I've, I've had interviews for tours uh, with production managers that are there. I mean, it's just kind of like I feel like it's more than just LDI, which is geared towards us, you know, the networking between us, I feel like it expands it a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's, and that's something that I enjoy. Like, I I like it. I like LDI. I like hanging out and drinking with you jerks. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully there's a way to make them both thrive. And, you know, I mean, we'll see what the rest of this year holds. Yeah. I mean, again, everybody I've talked to, and I've talked to loads of European manufacturers and even some U.S. guys who went over and girls who went over for Plaza. And they said, 
like I just I'd ask people like I was talking with uh, Chris Ferranti, the CEO of uh, of uh, Ayrton a few days ago. And I, I asked him what he thought. And he said, as long as you accepted that it was a networking show, not a not a product show as much, <clears throat> it was an incredible show from a networking standpoint. You know, these are people we haven't seen in 18 months or more. And it was incredible just getting back with people talking about shows and jobs and projects and stuff they've got going on. So again, I mean, if, if I were doing a booth at LDI, which, you know, I'd almost consider doing that at this point, but if I were doing a booth at LDI, I would just have really comfy couches, a bar, you know, some goofy lounge music playing or, or TVs to watch football or whatever it is, but it'd be a hangout. And I'd be shaking hands and and talking to people, not trying to show them new product. Yeah, John. I mean, we used to joke about it, like way back in the day. It was a like Group One, you know, and they 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 had Clay Packy at the time. Jack Kelly used to try to get Clay Packy, you know, sort of half joking, but not not entirely. That you know, you should stop doing these massive booths and do a really comfortable hangout place and throw your 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 two or three main products on pedestals and give out pamphlets for everything else. Trying to spend all this money to do a, a big flash and trash show for a lot of attendees that don't need anything more than the pamphlet information because they're not necessarily ready to make massive purchases. But, um, you know, it was one of those things. It was like, it was kind of brilliance before its time. They, you know, it was always very ego-driven, obviously, back then because there's still a sort of moving light wars. But, um, yeah, I think you're actually going to see a lot of that probably in the next few years where people are just going to have to do that for survival because it just yeah. costs so goddamn much money to do a trade show. I mean, and that's I, on top of, of all of the, uh, the well, advancements on that, that the LDI committee had done. To try and on that point, Patrick, on that point, it's, it's funny because I was having this conversation with somebody today. Back in the day, like I'm talking in the 90s, when I would do a big booth, we were talking $500,000. And I mean, that was just insane money at that time. Like the, the last... Uh, real big Martin booth was the, the one at uh, Miami beach and our budget that our budget that year, including the Casey and the sunshine band party was around $550,000. I mean, that's real money, but guess what? And that's a damn good price by the way, for the amount that was, yeah. You know, I don't yeah, know. We, we did a lot of those shit. of you that didn't attend that year. That was an absolutely massive year yeah. Of, yeah. of stuff that Martin did just Martin. It was on top of everybody yeah. else doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's crazy. I love but, the but hang on one sec, Matt. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to finish the point. So yeah. I was talking to a particular manufacturer today, and their LDI budget generally is almost a million dollars. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Yeah, a million freaking dollars for one show, for one booth. And so you know, if that were me this year, I'd be going into that with about 200,000 and a hundred thousand of it would be spent on food and booze. You know, I mean, I would just feed people and yeah. give them drinks and shake hands like crazy and just welcome everybody back into the, you know, the, the light, <laughs> you know, the, the sun is out again. Sorry, Matt. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I mean, trolling off of that. Can you imagine that that was every booth at LDI? Like we'd be shit faced after booth two. <laughs> That's what nightclub and bar used to be like. It was, it was just <laughs> booze companies and, like and like fried. Uh, I haven't no, been in, I haven't been literally in, I think the last time I went to nightclub and bar, they gave me a beer buddy 
like somebody was hanging out these beer buddies as swag yeah. and and it was a way to shotgun a beer and i remember yeah. i was i i think i went to their website and bought like 10 of them to give out to my buddies because they wanted to shotgun beers too so i was much awesome. younger obviously yeah so. i mean you'd have to hopefully like the chinese manufacturers would would hand out like you know, or the, you know, Japanese manufacturers would hand out sushi. So you could at least eat as you're going through. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not yeah, exactly. invited this year. So yeah, that's true. Um, no, but I was going to say like the thing about LDI, while the shows were impressive, I felt like it didn't, I felt the booths, like I liked GLPs because GLP was like, all right, this is our 10 minute show. And we are actually going to do a show that's dedicated solely to you know, this song is dedicated solely to this fixture. So you can truly see what it does as opposed to all the other booths that were like, here's, you know, uh, this is our wash light. This is our profile. And they're all doing crazy shit all at the same time. It's hard to focus, but that might be just, I don't know. That's just Uh, your probably kiss that goodbye this year. (laughs) That's just your ADD talking. Having trouble focusing. There's too many good lights here. I want them all. The, the one year I focused was when the weed convention was right next door. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, that's what I think we should do at LDI this year. We should just bring a lot of weed. <laughs> Is it illegal in Las Vegas? It's legal in Vegas, man. Oh, illegal in Vegas. 100% legal in Vegas. Yeah. Cheers to you. <laughs> cheers, cheers. THC espresso in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, You're it's still so not weird. supposed to smoke in public, but everybody does. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> my, I see my pancakes this morning. <laughs> <laughs> my my house in Canada is in a tiny little mountain town, right? And weed is legal nationally in Canada, but um, I was there until yesterday, and uh, there's like got to be 10 weed stores in this tiny little town tiny like every corner there's a there's a weed store i'm like didn't this used to be like a bookstore you know and now it's now it's another weed store a weedatorium <laughs> the weed it's crazy in vegas they're all over the place i yeah. literally have one it's like we moved to a new place is 100 yards down the road they just don't yeah, have them a on the giant dispensary. They don't have them on the strip, though, right? That's just off. Just off the strip, yeah. It's like one street up from the strip, yeah. So no, there's there's one there's one past the wind as you in between in between the wind and Old Vegas down Fremont Street. There's a, there's another one on Las Vegas, I believe. Might be too. Yeah, in my the wife naked works city. The dispensary, so it's there every day for us. <laughs> And and the stupid thing is I I don't do it so like the as as so accessible that it is today I kind of wish I did because you know back when I did you had to work really Keeper hard in wine it. Marcel it's true I mean I never even, did it even start I got like it recently an, it's fantastic. An edible when you're watching a movie or something you know what I mean just start small yeah yeah. Marcel would start with like a giant like bont of doom. He would, yeah. he would oh. eat the entire chocolate bar. Well, it's oh. funny you should it's funny you should say that because someone gave me some edibles and said, just try like a third of one. It'll just calm you down and put you to sleep. And I mean, I think I was asleep before I finished chewing it. (laughs) But I took a whole one. I took a whole one. I didn't take a third. I took a whole one. Uh, Like, here, take 
take take one third. Here, okay, that means but, one to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I but I dream I dreamt well. <laughs> I will tell you yeah. that I had some I had some crazy and then how many times did you get dreams. up to go to the bathroom? Zero. None. Right? You didn't get none. Like a, no. no, none. So, but man, so I woke up in the middle of the night going, <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> Need some water. <laughs> Jesus, what is this? I was actually uh I was on tour with a with an artist that had a security guard, and it was our day off in Denver, and he had never done edibles and he wanted to. So he got the clearance from the artist that he was just going to do his thing for the day, got a chocolate bar and ate the whole damn thing and ended up seeing the devil and Jesus fighting each other. They had to like (laughs) call in members of the band to like restrain him that know him well. That wasn't no chocolate edible, my friend. Yeah, that wasn't a chocolate edible. He trashed. (laughs) The hotel room. It was like I, I walked like in. I was like, what the experience. Uh, that, that shit had a little stamp of like a Mitsubishi logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of like yeah. Motley Crue stayed there for the night or something like that. Yeah, fucking nuts. Good to see you, Matt. Those crazy ones you, again. Haven't, Patrick. haven't seen since you got a girlfriend. We haven't seen you, Matt. We've been hiding. Oh, I was yeah. on the I was on last week's call, but I was walking. Um, I did. I, I've been busy, man. Like, knock on wood, things have been great. I uh, I just did a corporate uh, with New Kids on the Block was the musical guest, so that was fun. Uh, and I did a bunch of fashion shows last week. So you so you knew the music. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the moves. They needed an extra dancer. Guess who showed up? Yeah. No, it was cool. And I'm actually getting back to my theater roots. Uh, Friday. Can you imagine Matt, a- Matt Gaminsky and like spandex dancing around to like, excuse me while I poke out my mental eye. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I but, don't know uh, if that would be really good. Yeah. Like this month's really good. It's busy. It's weird. Awesome. Like I, uh, I got on Vectorworks for the first time in a hot, a hot minute. And I was like, how do I do this? It was, yeah, it was interesting, but it was good. Like, it, it's nice. Um, I was supposed to do a tour with the cult in October, but that got canceled because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you don't they, really have to throw in that last part, do you? Yeah. <laughs> They're not being canceled because canceled of ticket sales or, you I know, mean, the building turned down. They, they, hadn't, they hadn't gone on sale yet. They actually hadn't. I'm wrong. Are they still playing with Alice Cooper on the London dates? Yeah. So that's in, but that's, yeah, in so they canceled the U.S. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not until 2022, the Alice Cooper stuff. I thought that was October. I, I just, Alice is going out soon. Yeah. Like in October. Yeah, I, Cosmo, Cosmo was going to do it. And then oh, he is. For some reason. No, he's not. He was oh. going to do it. I thought he was going to, didn't Scott Warner do them, do them for a while? Um, somebody Scott, did, but then he, someone refused to get vaccinated. Of casinos, another crackdown on the VIP junket business. Chris, Chris Duba's doing uh, Alice Cooper. Oh, he is. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm gonna doing it with uh, with Chris Lyle. Okay, so I'm gonna hit up Chris Lyle then because if that because happens, Gern because Gern is taking over Brian Wilson for Chris. <laughs> Got it. I love Gern. So good dude. So the, I just talked to him ten minutes ago. How did you know? <laughs> Casino for comment today. Who's Why got something it? talking about casinos in the background? I thought it was Lynn, me. but I muted her and it's it didn't work. So no, it was well, Stephen. Another lady, it's not me. 
Lynn, I muted you because we blamed you and it actually it was Marsha who wrongfully blamed you, but we knew it wasn't you. So you can unmute well, yourself. Who, who, who are the other women? I only see Lynn and me as the two females. That no, I think really it's TV. It's, it's probably Matt listening to some, you know, no. CNBC reporter or something. <laughs> oh, I'm actually it's a documentary. I'm actually gets a little yeah. excited. He's listening. That. He's listening to Debbie Gibson getting ready for the next gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Bob Hammond. It's Bob. Happy Hammond. birthday! Happy birthday, Bob! Bob. Bob. Happy well. birthday, Bob! Happy exactly. friggin' birthday! Okay. Is today um, your birthday, Bob? Yeah, it's all Happy will you still birthday. Need me? Will you still feed me when I'm sixty-four? Um, tomorrow. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. Just a pup. So just so you cheers, know that cheers Alice, to you, Bob. Cheers. Cheers, Bob. Cheers. Happy cheers. birthday, buddy. Bob. Cheers to all Virgos. Yay. You can hold up a cup of coffee. It's all right. We know it's like noon there or whatever. So yeah, those uh those cult Alice Cooper dates got pushed to May of next year. For the US. No, for for um, okay. for Europe. Yep. Yeah. There's some dates still happening, from what I was told, anyways, like in October or something. Uh, yeah, I, I got an email about it yesterday. I was like, yeah, oh, interesting. David Maybe Davidian trip to London, but I spoke with David Davidian like last week or something, and they were still on. So. I mean, they might be, but the the ring that we're doing, they're doing uh, right now. They're doing a U.S. run, so they're doing like amphitheaters. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cooper's doing amphitheater tour right now. Yeah, yeah. I am not. We the Colts only joining that arena stuff in Europe. So, hey, did uh, did Ben Salzman jump on? Can't not yet. I was just talking to him. Uh, so, going back to the LDI topic, I, I didn't realize that. Um, really, can't have any foreigners coming in, can we? Mm -hmm. It's all still shut down. Uh. uh it's it's hard because I know a lighting designer's Glasgow based and he's here doing a tour. Uh, another lighting designer who did fashion. on a work visa, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, but they had to go through the NIH. They had to apply and show proof of vaccination and all this stuff. But they were able to come over for work. So, so have you yeah, guys heard of any anybody coming over for LDI to to just? I've heard of people coming for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of Europeans and stuff who are saying, well, we don't even know if we can come. So there's there's confusion at, at best. Um, mm. At worst, maybe nobody can come. But, you know, it, it's weird because I was just in Canada and, and Canadians, some are coming into the U.S. Like I just talked to somebody last week who said, yeah, I'm going to Detroit next week. The border's and I open. said, the it's not, not, not for Canadians to U.S. It's not. It's not until like October or November or something. They extended it again. And uh, because Canadian, your Americans are allowed to go to Canada. Can, Canadians aren't allowed to come to America. It's bizarre. Um, go look; it, it's for sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm here's it. something just just as an FYI for folks. So yesterday, me leaving Canada, coming here. So I've had COVID, and I kept it kind of quiet because I didn't want to get my ass kicked on this call or others. But um, so I had it with the vaccine got over it within a couple of days it wasn't a big deal but um so That's they good. tell you yeah thanks Chris so they tell you uh and my girlfriend who was also vaccinated with a different vaccine she got it as well um but anyways going into Canada we read all this stuff and they said you have to 
show proof of either a negative test or a positive test within uh, between 14 and 120 days going into Canada. And um, because they don't want you testing again, because chances are you'll test positive, right? So we had the negative test. We had the doctor note that they wanted saying you're cleared to travel and you're good. No symptoms are present, et cetera, right? So did that, no problem going into Canada. Coming back yesterday, we were literally standing at the check-in counter, uh, you know, and because status, not because I was bought a first-class ticket, but because of status, I was at the first-class check-in. We stood there for, had to be 75 minutes. And um, everybody, there was conferences between like 15 people. And because at first they said, you can't fly, you need a test. And I said, look, here's the CDC website. It says right here, do not test. And I mean, it's very clear in the rules. Do not test, have this. I had this, I held, I handed it to her. She said, yeah, but this doctor's note is like three weeks old. And I said, well, because that's when I came to Canada, schmuck. I mean, what do you want me to do? Get a doctor in Canada to give me the same information? It doesn't say that anywhere in the rules. So point being, most of the people that you'll deal with in these cases, like there's obviously still a lot of confusion out there. They don't know the rules. They really don't understand the rules really well. No. So be very well prepared and and have the information yourself is the only thing I could say, because eventually you'll get through bring to them it up, and you bring it with you that's exactly what i did i have it sitting right here it says marcel's positive test result you know and i had my girlfriend's one as well so well um, i got on the on the flip side of that i had to test for work and my rapid came back positive but uh i didn't have covid because i got two more pcrs to back it up and uh, but they still treated me like I was positive. So I had contact tracing calling me every day for 10 days. I told them the same story. I'm vaccinated. I wear a mask like I'm not in high risk situations. Nobody I'm with has COVID. Um, Why are you getting those calls, though? I didn't get any calls. We New York is pretty. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's about it. But the thing they, that's they plant is, a chip in your ass, I guess <laughs> we didn't get that. They, well, they report. They report all the tests to the state. So if you're reported, oh, okay. not, positive, not all of them, they don't report the negatives. They only report the positives. So when I got a positive rapid, the nurse called me and said, you have COVID. And I said, can we back that up with my PCR? And she said, I destroyed it. And I said, why'd you destroy it? She goes, because your rapid came back positive. And I said, but when I get a negative rapid, you have to back it up with a negative PCR. How does it not work the other way around? Well, and from what I understand, negative rapid tests are much more accurate than positive rapid tests. Positive fail all the time. Correct. They're false yeah. positives, so, right? So, I mean, they basically Crazy. for 10 days treated me like I had COVID and I went back twice to get PCR tests and they don't report those positive tests to uh, the New York Health Department. So all my paperwork that I had saying I, I'm negative, they weren't getting. So they just assumed I still had COVID. Yeah. It was crazy. And I told every yeah. day I told them the same story and they said they updated the notes and they didn't see those notes. Well, you know, it's it's funny because everyone seems to have different rules. Like I said, I mean, at the Air, American Airlines thing yesterday in, in Calgary, um, 
it was a it was a nightmare because they had no clue. And I was trying really hard to educate them. I'm like, look, I put this on my phone just to make sure I could because I anticipated this. Like I never go to the airport two hours before my flight, but I went two and a half hours before this one because I anticipated it completely. I knew what was going to happen because, you know, if you go there with a and but it, the weird thing to me was that I was like the first person that went there with a positive test. You know, yep. uh, somebody else must have done that uh, because that's the rule. But then right? they probably met other people. You know, I mean, how many people work there? How many, you know, how many desk agents are there? You yeah, know, like yeah, true, true. But I mean, they were conferencing with, you know, so it, eventually they were on the help desk. They were on the help desk with American Airlines. And Bruh. so they were on hold for 20 minutes while they had a conversation on the other end. And so I'm standing there because I walked over to where they were having their conference. I'm standing there and some guy comes back on and goes, they're clear to fly. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, finally. <laughs> so completely bizarre. But, it, it, you know, it's always challenging when people don't know the rules. Hey, something else I wanted to bring up. Um, and I I've known the guy for 20 years, but I don't know how to pronounce his last name. But Andy Lelowitz. From uh, he used to run the Tampa Bay, uh, the Ice Palace in Tampa, where the Lightning play. Nobody knows Andy. Uh, great guy. I mean, he was like the production manager or whatever there, the tech guy. But he's apparently on his deathbed right now. So his daughter posted something on his Facebook page today uh, that I happened to see when I was on my way out of Facebook jail, and. Um, uh, she said, you know, he's probably not going to make it the next day or two. So if anyone knew him, I was just going to let you know. Sad. Sorry. Sad. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, again, really nice guy. It's weird and maybe it's age related, but I've known way too many people who've died in the last year or so, more so than ever before in my life. So, uh, again, maybe it's just my age. Maybe I'm getting up there and all my friends are getting old too. So Wait till you get Bum, that happens and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's true, Mark. It's true. Wait I remember my, uh, my, my ex father-in-law said to me one time, you know, what sucks when you get old, you go to a lot more funerals than you do weddings. And I went, yeah, that's actually pretty right. You ain't wrong there. So I haven't gone to a wedding in a while. I guess then once you get a little bit older than I am now, you start going to friends' daughters' or sons' weddings, right? And giving them money. Or your kids start having kids like mine are. Oh, Jesus. You're old, Mark. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes, I did, am. Did I see, did I see uh, Marcel? I think Betsy's had her fifth grandkid. Jesus. Amazing, right? Yeah, her kids are fertile as hell. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, I follow her and, and her husband gallivanting around the world. Cosmo! Jesus! It's nice of you to show up. He can't hear us yet. He's just sitting there looking all beautiful. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, Cosmo. What's up, Cosmo? Aloha, Cosmo. It's Super 9-11, man. God mm -hmm. Damn, those were good photos that you've been sharing with us. We appreciate it, Cosmo. I've been reticent to get involved in elections and to look at fraud. I, uh, Whoa. How to change Somebody's the got the news on at warp volume. That's Cosmo. You can't play Zoom and Fox News at the same time, Cosmo. 
But and you're muted. You have now to, you got neither of them. You muted the wrong light, window. This guy can light the shit out of a show, but he can't zoom. <laughs> I can't I run mean, sound either. Me neither. That's true. Oh, you're back at work. He's got the gateway shirt on. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kyle. There he is. He's back. When'd you get back? From New York on, on Monday. Oh. You sound tired. I am. Mm. I hit the ground running here, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was a long couple of weeks in New York, and uh, it's uh, straight back to Gateway. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Was you, got, you guys got some killer press on that. That Esquire article was kick-ass. And I know. I was, was, I was so amazing. So amazing. I got it. There's a picture of me in Esquire. Can you believe that shit? Uh, that is crazy. Yep. <laughs> your son, GQ cool. left. Yeah, you're suddenly the symbol of style. <laughs> yeah. I told you Hawaiian shirts would come back. <laughs> you and Bob, look at you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I missed you in New York, bud. Yeah, I died. Well, everybody, there's a lot of people in New York, but it was just so bu- Everybody was busy, you know, yeah. and I was so busy. Yeah. It's crazy to say we're busy as opposed to this time last year. Well, exactly. I mean, everybody says we went from zero to 150 miles an hour like that, you know. It's true. But it's I so love- weird. It's all still so weird. Like I, I had a call today with uh, Burroughs and I've been kind of hiding from Craig Burroughs because, you know, I almost felt guilty because we've sold so many Roby fixtures recently on the used market. Like I'm talking, you know hundreds of them many hundreds of them and uh so i said i'm half embarrassed but i think it's also pretty positive for roby that we're that so many used fixtures are moving around because you know you're back ordered or whatever and he's like no dude i don't care so yeah but i mean it's such a weird market right now like you talk to somebody and he's super high one day happy oh my god i got a thousand shows going on and then you talk to him the next day and it's like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> Everything right, well, canceled. I'll tell you that in Honolulu, we are limited to 25 people in a group. Oh my God. We're back and, to that again. Oh, again. And yeah. uh, they said it was because the hospitals were full. Now they're listening to our uh, the gal that runs the Department of Health. And I totally get that. But um, we were up at 450 out of supposedly 500 available beds when they started this. They're down to 350 now, and it's still got a week to go. And um, they're, they're actually talking about cutting it down to 10 people. Wow. So 25 people, does that include a concert? Well, <laughs> so I mean, you could only have a concert for 25 like, people? Everything. Like a, a wedding. Oh, my goodness. And, so what wow. about proof of vaccination, Bob? Uh, they don't care. They, now, with vaccination, however, you can get into a gym or a restaurant at half capacity. But venues, they won't even talk about it. Okay, so I they, wanted to ask you Did they start you guys spacing this. people out at the airport, or is it still a, a two-and-a-half-hour line jammed well, within six I inches mean, of people to get in? There's six across in the, in the airplane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's For five-and-a-half hours, that's, that's enough to get trouble. Yeah. So I I wanted to ask you guys this because it's something that's been bugging me because I did get COVID and I was vaccinated. So somebody was telling me today and I can't remember who it was, but it was for a concert or a sporting event or something. 
you had to be vaccinated and a negative test was not sufficient. So they didn't accept negative tests, only vaccinations. And to me, a negative test is much more effective than a vaccination because I'm vaccinated. And at some point I was walking around with the dreaded disease. So I could have been handing it off to people, but still able to walk into, you know, a restaurant or a baseball game or a, you know, concert or whatever. Right. So Am I the only one that thinks this way? Well, and the Holy other thing oh, is you can't shit. prove Josh any doesn't of have that massive diaper on. Josh, where point, are you? It's a good point, Marcel. It's a good point. Uh, well, I, I will say this one thing. I did go to a concert three weeks ago, right before the We Love New York rain out show um, to see The Killers. And you had to show proof. It was at Terminal 5. You had to show proof of vaccination and a negative COVID test. The problem with that that, would be the gold standard, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, but the problem with that was that they were supposed to go on at nine and at 845, there was still a line wrapped around the venue and down the block. um, And they had to hold hold the show for about an hour because yeah the venue well it's not it's equipped. insanity that there's not a simple a simple freaking scan my phone thing or whatever you well, know we do. Like, we there is a, we do no, but i mean completely global like yeah. for everyone you know that's on I mean? that's on live nation and the venues i think what they need to do is get their operations side better because you're not just scanning people with a wand anymore you're checking yeah. the documentation well, well, you, you, there's, you there's a lot also, to, you can also fake an id uh, sorry, a vaccine card. You can even fake a test. You know, yeah. there's, the, 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 if they really, really want to get around this, I mean, there's going to have to be a medical uh, solution where they well, touch your skin. I mentioned this last on. week. I mentioned this last week, Cosmo. Uh, and I met a guy in Canada who now has the Canadian and U.S. rights for a new test that's a spit test. And it's two minutes you have a, a result in two minutes. It's very, very highly accurate, um, like 90 something percent accurate. And I was thinking, why don't we do that? I mean, it's not invasive at all. It's a spit test. And, you know, within two minutes. So they do. the public does the spit test like yeah. once a week in addition to their other testing. But once okay. a week, everybody has to get the spit test. Okay. They all hate it because they the public theater in New York, Shakespeare in the Park. Uh, they all hate it because it's disgusting. Because people always spit on their hands. They like, you know, whatever. I'd rather have is. that than a than a you know a Q tip like somewhere up here in my frontal lobe. You know. So conversely, Marcel, what do you you know? I mean, to to just say another scenario. When I was at the Egg Performance Center in Albany to see Melissa Etheridge. There was no testing, no carding, no nothing. What was mandatory, everybody in the performance center had to be masked. If you were in the performance center, you had a mask on, period, end of story. So there, do you think that is an alternative to the question mark of how to guarantee a safe audience? Hold on, Marsha. I would like to ask, did they serve food and alcohol there? Uh, They did. Those masks aren't staying on. Uh, there yeah. was there was alcohol while you were drinking, but you had to be in specific areas if you were drinking and all that was very limited. Yeah. There were- so, Marsha, my response to that, since you addressed it to me, I get to well, respond. Well, only because you're just like our, in court. leader here. 
You're yeah. our leader. No, no, I'm, I'm no leader, but and and I certainly don't know any more than anybody else, and I know less than most people about this topic. But myself personally, if I had to put my life on it, if if I really believed that COVID was going to kill me, I wouldn't rely on a mask. I would only rely on a negative test. So if you're walking into my house and I'm pretty confident that that test is accurate and you're negative of COVID, I'm going to hug you and whatever else, right? I'm going to be perfectly happy being around you. Mask, not so much. And vaccine, not so much. So, you know, I, that my only question, again, it wasn't political. It wasn't divisive. It wasn't anything other than just from a logic standpoint. Like, I don't think if everyone's getting this Delta variant with the vaccine, then the vaccine isn't the gold standard, using Bob's word. You know, the gold standard really is either a negative test, which is a reliable test, um, or a negative test and the vaccine if you really want to go the distance, right? So I don't know. It's all about what you're trying to stop. If If you're trying to mitigate spreading, there's, you know, one method to go about it. If you're trying to just cover your ass with what is that method though chubs well what guys one of the reasons (laughs) i'm asking is because i am involved in an upcoming event on the planning committee and this is one of the you know monkey wrenches that has been thrown in our committee meetings in the last couple of weeks our events not till may obviously there's deadlines and monies to make and what do we do to help to protect ourselves. So there's a whole lot of discussions and that's kind of why I asked the question because there's- So the deadlines and the money to make will probably, unfortunately, take precedence because it's a business. Sorry, Patrick, not money to make, that we have deadlines to pay deposits. So we have to make decisions if and how we want to proceed with the event. So things like testing and mandates- Money's going to transfer. That's going to hang in the balance of a decision on this. And unfortunately, I'll be the ugly American that speaks it, that trumps all. And yeah. that is what, basically the difference between what are you trying to do? Going back to what I was saying before, are you trying to mitigate the spread or are you trying to legally cover your ass and say that you have put procedures in place to do your part, right? So if you want to stop this, thing, you're going to guarantee, like, for, for instance, let me finish. For instance, I just came off a three-week run of multiple projects that ran the gamut for the different types of testing that and requirements you would have for an event. So I was doing a corporate event where we're all going to be in close proximity. We're going to be in close proximity to upper-level executives where corporations are very protecting them. So we needed to provide proof of vaccination, and we needed to be tested every day. And we went, we made sure that we were as cautious as possible to mitigate any potential spread. Mm-hmm. I went from there to the Made in America Festival, where I'm surrounded by 80,000 people. I had to have to show proof of vaccination to be <laughs> on site, or I didn't have to show proof of vaccination, and I had to wear a mask. So you had the option for being on that site. So obviously, all the crew, we were all vaccinated, so it was no problem. But we still wore masks because at the end of the day, that's not guaranteeing it. As Marcel was saying before, you take a negative test, that's actually showing that you at that time are the least likely to have this thing. Otherwise, it's a crapshoot. Vaccination doesn't stop you from getting it or transmitting it. That's the fact. It just seems to mitigate your symptoms if you do catch it. And so we're still transmitting this thing. So you yeah. know, you, you have to do everything in well, your there, power. <laughs> there's one foolproof method. 
Marsha, is to not do the show. <laughs> you well, know, that's you 100% know, foolproof. Well, Nobody's going to get sick. The, no, the but I wouldn't is, do that. The, the, the point is when we go silly. into a meeting and we're talking about an event that's eight months down the road <laughs> and we need to make a shit or get off the pot decision by the middle of December, we would like to know how to proceed. And if we're executing a way to make this as safe as possible, that's why I'm asking your input. And Patrick Schleiss... Marsha, Bob Harmon, hang on a sec, Patrick. I, I'd Harman's actually like to ask. I, I, I have a question for Ch Chubbs Mahoney. Um, yes, Chubbs, yeah. so the uh, you okay, you say, you have Allegiant Stadium, and they they've made uh, it's been all great over the game past the other year. night. By the way, holy unbelievable! Shit, that was oh, a yeah, football that was game. pretty amazing. I, that I, was that was insane. Like right, holy yeah. Christ. If you weren't a fan, it was the Raiders. fan before that, it was like, holy Christ, it is, that it was is the nuts. Raiders. I'm a Raiders fan. We'll come back to that in a minute. I'm but, not, but that but, was fun as hell. But it was a great they, game. Say, uh, they say that Allegiant Stadium has the toughest rules to get in. Uh, they they demand a, uh, a vaccination or you can get a shot on site and be told to wear a mask. And once you're into the venue, unless that is your situation, you can go maskless. That is um, the Raiders' really rules. That's not the stadium. Okay, well, that's that really important. just for the Raider games. They had a UNLV football game last week. No rule. No, you don't have to show anything to get in. Interesting. So that is so that be, was I, that is what the Raiders are requiring. So the reason I'm asking you, Mister Mister Mahoney, is that. Uh, I'd like to know the outcome of that, because that's a huge uh, I, I run the Hawaii Events Coalition to me when they're worrying about 10 people. If I could have the example of 50,000 people and, and little or no uh, transfer, then that would be an amazing thing to know. So I'm asking you to, look, to keep me updated on the. Outcome. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what we end up getting. I also I am very curious as to what our, our ultimate numbers are going to be after this festival. Um, you know, because you're going, life it's, it's beautiful. It's very similar. Yeah, we got Life is Beautiful coming up. I mean, you, you've, you've had multiple sold out events, you know, at, at, at the almost 70,000 person range in Allegiant Stadium. Um, you know, we had the 80,000 last Sunday for Made in America. You know, it's a massive crowds with the ability to, to be super spreader events, if that were actually the case. Um, right. Marsha, one of the things I would caution it is really for anybody that's involved with the new technologies of uh approving vaccination status and things like that so one of the things that the raiders have implemented is the clear app and you you're simply uploading your vax card to the app itself and it's it's holding that it, it gets approved and it's sort of the accreditation saying you have an electronic format i understand that new yorkers have their excelsior app and california's got one and clear seems to be the one that from what all the officials are gathering is the most well set up for widespread universal right. usage. I've, I've got, I have some more on that. If you, if you don't and, mind interrupting. Um, yeah, go ahead. Safe, safe travels, Hawaii, which they, they have not called clear is in fact run by clear. And in order for us to go to a restaurant, you have to upload your lot number and the date that you had this. And then it goes to the Hawaii <laughs> database confirms that you are, you know, that yes, you had it on these two dates. Nope. Which means, by the way, you want to keep that stuff secret in general so that it, it wouldn't. Yeah. Bob, one thing I yeah. would say, and, and Patrick, is that I hate government mandates, but I think we should have a government mandated app. There should be a single app 
that is not too intrusive, that doesn't follow you around and, you know, tell people if you're cheating on your wife or whatever. It should just be a government mandated app that says, and maybe it's not the government, maybe it's Google, maybe it's, I don't care who it is, but a simple app where you got to put your health stuff into it related to COVID. And, you know, this is, this is technically a Republican talking and saying that I think we should have this, but it's just too complicated otherwise. You know, I mean, we need a simple yeah, app that everyone has the same information and you know, it's not on centralized, your head, but it's on your repository. I mean, I'll it say sounds I'll, like the, it sounds like the lighting control world before DMX. Every fixture had sorta. a different protocol. Sort of. Yeah. I, mean, I, will say, I will say to back up what Dearson is saying uh, for fashion, you had to show they they mentioned the clear app specifically. So everyone was using fashion, but at fashion, they were using clear. But if you had the New York Excelsior, you could show that. Or you can show yeah. a photo or actually show the past. But I agree okay, with you so, that it sounds so like everybody is the thing. Let me finish the whole thing I was trying to tell you about. Because Can I go get more becomes, wine then? Please do. Yeah, because this sounds like I might need some. Um, right. No, if, if, if you're involved with, with productions <laughs> using these new technologies, you really do have to work your way through the realistic downfalls of where the technology will fail you. So a few of the things we ran into um, in, in using the clear app, um, all of our credentials for starters were black in nature on both sides with the print on it. Then you're using the clear app. So you've got a credential and a clear app to show obviously who you are and that you're matching up with your Apple, with your, uh, your, your Vax card on the digital app. The clear app does not work worth a shit in low light conditions. So once the sun goes down at that festival or you've got a venue doors opening at 8 p.m., you have to make sure that at your security screening areas, you have a significant amount of ambient light flooding people's faces so that the app can actually center them up and go through the the facial recognition clearance. So there was a huge problem with that that ultimately ended up with the the security staff when it wouldn't work simply saying well do you have a picture of your card and you have your actual card just show it to us right so yeah. the, all of a sudden the app goes out the window at some point points on the flip side during the day you had a production that had was using a, 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 a qr code scanning with black shiny passes and the scanners wouldn't work during the day because yeah. the sun reflecting off of everything. So then you had to shade everything. So, you know, yeah, on, but on again, top Patrick, of all of all this of vaccination it. stuff, there's a whole backbone of technical problems that you want to work through prior to starting your event so that you're prepared, not figuring this but out. But everything outside. you just said is exactly what I'm saying, like where we need a simple app that everybody, everything works on. Because like, quite honestly, when I look at these vaccine cards, I laugh like, you know, would a ticket taker at a concert accept this vaccine card as a ticket, like scribbled on and scratched out and maybe scribbled back on? You know, we wouldn't accept these as entrance to an event, yet we're accepting them as potentially life-saving documents that are, are going to keep everybody safe. It's a bunch of bullshit. So we need a simple uh, sort of unified app. But I wanted to get to Ellen here for a second, because you weren't here, Ellen, when we were talking about L- LBI earlier. And because you're the only person brave enough to come on from your 
company, whatever it's called this wow. week. I don't know. I don't know who owns you guys this week, but it, it was Fenton and, and it was something else wow. before that. And then it was something else. And I have no idea who owns you guys. So in the past 10 years, I know. Um, corporate yeah. label above Ellen, whatever so it the guy is, that used you're to the only spokesperson. Samsung. It's called Quest Text now, yeah. Hush up, Patrick Dearson. I will <laughs> mute you. Um, so, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier before you got on about the fact that NAB has canceled now. And so I've gotten a bunch of calls in the last 24 hours from people who have said, you know, what's going to happen to LDI? Because obviously all these shows are canceling. And so on the plus side, we've all heard from people, um, and Steve Warren was supposed to be here today, shame on him, but we've all heard from people who said that Plaza was an incredible event from a networking standpoint. And um, so I've spoken to a lot of people, and my advice to manufacturers who have called me is that if it's a networking show, let's make it a networking show. Like I wouldn't put a big light show or whatever. I would probably put all my money into buying people drinks and food and putting leather couches all over the place and making it really comfortable and fun and a big lounge setting. Right. So, you know, I know we've all heard that ETC canceled uh, LDI. Um, I've heard some other companies are considering canceling. I've heard from a few of those companies and I've told them not to, but I'm booking my flights tomorrow. Uh, you know, Claudette, who's the COO in my company and is, is sitting right next to you on this particular call that I'm looking at anyways. I was talking to her today about us actually doing our corporate meeting in Las Vegas this year because we're a completely remote company, Gear Sources, and flying everybody in from all over the place to meet in Las Vegas at LDI and have a couple of days of meetings attached to the show. Um, so, what say you? Well, you know, uh, what the company obviously made a corporate decision to require vaccinations. Um, and that those letters went out to all speakers, exhibitors and attendees. And there have been very few people who have responded negatively to that. I'd say 90 percent of the people have said, yeah, we're vaccinated. No problem. Um, one issue is kids, because a lot of people have registered for their kids and the kids like under 12 or whatever can't get vaccinated or even under 16. So that's a question mark that's floating around right now, whether they can still bring unvaccinated children or not. And yes, our expectations that are that LDI will be smaller than 2019, which was our biggest show ever. But we still think if we're the first ones out of the gate, it'll be great, you know, and who's ever there is going to like the last one time some big company not to be remained because I can't remember which one it was, was not at the show. And um, after they were like, man, we're really sorry we weren't there because our clients got a lot of a lot of orders written because we weren't there and everybody flocked to their booth instead. So I say, who's ever there is going to, you know, have a great time, um, yeah. you know, support the industry. Everybody, if 80,000 people want to go to Patrick's, um, you know, festival, I'd say, you know, there's a couple thousand people that want to go to LDI and, you know, yeah. even in the old days when there were three, four, five thousand people there, it was still a great show. It was a great experience. Well, let me ask this. Is is anyone on this call not going to LDI this year? That's a question mark for me right now. All right. <clears throat> I'm I'm you're not going? I'm not going because I'm, I'm going to be in Atlanta on a show. But, um, uh, okay. Uh, 
Otherwise, and I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to single anybody out and make you look no, bad. I, I want to like go, but, but my <clears throat> schedule may not allow. Yeah, yeah. If, if I can go, so, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like I said, I'm planning on booking it in the next day or two. Fortunately, airlines and stuff, in case Ellen or the evil people above Ellen decide to cancel at some point. Um, airlines are pretty flexible these days. They're they're lame as hell, but they're flexible. So, um, you know, Eric, any I, mean, I have a ticket from a manufacturer like, standpoint? A, yeah. I mean, I have a plane ticket. It's just a mat. Like I have a voucher from a flight that was canceled. <clears throat> I was planning on using it, but I might just shorten my time there. I mean, I might come in for a day or two. Because it's a boring show or because. No, I, I just, there's something about like, I don't know. I'd probably still wear a mask. Honestly, is it, it because you, is it because you miss miss your girlfriend? There's nothing. To You'll do. miss your girlfriend too much. I miss I missed all my boyfriends and girlfriends on the Zoom call that I love to see. So well, um, we said that you know you don't have to wear a mask, but they're certainly optional. A lot of people are like, "Well, we're going to," and we're like, "That's fine." You know, please yeah. do. I mean, that's still like what I do, even with these like fashion gigs that I did. Everyone was vaccinated, but I still wore a mask. It's that's just it's a com- I mean, consider it a blankie or something like it's I just feel more comfortable wearing it in public. Do I I like it? I went to a concert the other night, first post pandemic indoor venue, only a couple hundred people. And it was vax card at the door and mask the whole time. And these poor kids that are the staff, they're going around saying, "Okay, you've had three sips, pull your mask back up, you know. (laughs) Um, But they did it and people were fine with it. I went to the football game Saturday here with, I don't know, 50,000 people, we got our butts kicked. And, um, you know, they, you had, you know, on your ticket, we showed up, they e-blasted everybody that you had to have vaccine or negative test or, you know, and you had to mask and all that stuff. They didn't check vaccines. They didn't check for negative tests. They just wanted to know you had a ticket when you walked in. And people were walking around and wearing masks, but once people were in their seats, masks were gone. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw a picture of you on Facebook with no masks, yeah. you yeah. and your buddies. There was nobody wearing masks. There was nobody yeah. wearing masks. I was watching Peer the game pressure. and I thought I might see you on TV, Eric, in the stands there. <laughs> well, he blends well, in because he's wearing those silly I, USC clothes. You I know? was there. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's your team. Hey, Marcel, our Finns won on Sunday. At least we're I'm going on Sunday. I'm going on Sunday. Look, 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 look. I'm going on Sunday. Screenshot that. Shut up. So I, I've got an interesting question. Oh, actually, I probably shouldn't show tickets on a freaking video the, YouTube recording. thing, right? <laughs> yeah, good idea. Okay, so edit. What's the time here? All right. <laughs> As if I know how to do that. Come on now. <laughs> Someone so will be sitting uh, in your seats. Should health insurance companies lower the rate on people vaccinated? Because health insurance is a bet against. No, come on. Out. That's such a friggin' slippery slope. It might you know, be. But, but I can I tell know. you that. It, so that, if um, you eat a Twinkie right now, I should raise your rates. Absolutely. I don't know. How do they do it in Canada? And wait, I'm going to take a screenshot of everybody who's drinking here and I'm going to raise your rates. Come well, on. The question I've, I've gotten, is, the question Bob, is, you're usually a very sensible man. I, I know, but it's well, a controversial question. I want to bring here's it up. The question, though, in some places, 
The hospitals are totally overrun. They don't know what to do with people who need any kind of surgery whatsoever because they're all full of COVID patients. Or is that fake news? Somebody was giving me a yeah. time yesterday oh. about how it's not true, that they're just telling you that everybody that's in the hospital for COVID is not vaccinated because they want you to get vaccinated. I don't even want to answer it for fear of being attacked. But I mean, I'll I can tell, tell you. you. I'll tell you it's true. Upstate New York, they can't. They've closed their uh, like women can't. Have you been to the hospital or have you read that? It's it is multiple agencies reporting this from the right, left and center. This is not. Marcel, I get Albany TV and that covers pretty much upstate New York. And that's exactly it. I think that I'm not questioning you or I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I'm I'm just saying that I've seen it on multiple networks. So I don't. I'm not being partisan. I'm not being partisan here. I'm I'm literally saying that. I'm not either. I'm confirming it it was on the news. I think the answer to Bob's question is if the healthcare system in England, France, anywhere, United States is being taxed because there are 99% of the COVID patients are non-vaccinated, do you want to give a break to those who are because they're not taxing the system? I don't know. It's complicated. It's well, very Delta Delta's charging $200 more a month for their employees' health insurance if they're not vaccinated. Well, there you go. Because Delta has to cover a tremendous amount of their care costs. Right. Because of the insurance they use. That's why they're doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, typically, typically, insurance companies will increase your rate if you're a risk rather than decrease your rate because you're not. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, what insurance company has ever lowered the cost of their rate for anything? Right. Well, on the other hand, on the other hand, they might raise the cost of those unvaccinated. Not, I only well, actually, a second. Not no, just actually, shut up because you're giving the government good ideas. No, but actually, <laughs> as a as a as a business, and which we are one, you pay whatever your rate is, and then at the end of whatever wherever they check these periods, I don't remember if it's quarterly or annually, they actually give you a, a rebate. If you haven't spent, like if you've underspent what they thought you were going to spend. So it's sort of in reverse. Like, you know, they kind of give you a rebate back if you're healthy, which is kind of a good thing. Right. So, again, some I know of them, probably not all. Well, it is a slippery slope because aren't, you know, it's like a pool. And some years you pay in the whole year and you don't get any, you know, you're not you're not sick. But another year you really need it. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, so well, that's insurance, so, right? They sell they sell umbrella they sell umbrellas on sunny days yeah. and then take them back as soon as it starts raining. Right. Well, I mean, I, I guess I brought this up because it's controversial. So now consider this for a second, because they did allow people, the local government, state, basically. Bye, said, Cosmo. Federal. Hi, hi, Cosmo. Hi. See ya. Basically said. That um, you know what you have the option. You can either get a vaccination, or you're going to be subject to taking tests. Suddenly, the places that have tests became overrun because they didn't have enough tests to test these people. They can't go back to work without one. And and all these places that are, uh, that are doing tests are saying, "I'm sorry, we have to limit our capacity to people who are showing symptoms or not," which is putting people out of work. Well, some pl- like the CVS near me. I'm in Philadelphia at the moment. They have a six pack of self tests. Yeah, like Walmart has self-tests. Yeah, so a lot of people are doing that now. I have a 30-pack at the office. Well, there you go. Because 
you know, sometimes you have gigs that come up and people need to get tested. Yep, there you go. That's what are you eating, Chris? Into that avocado and cucumber salad. <laughs> ah, Mr. Healthy Guy. So I have a question for the group, and this is not COVID related, but it's pandemic related. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm so I'm bidding out a bunch of stuff right now, and and the Christie Light family. This is not directed towards you. This is something else. Um, and I'm noticing <laughs> that a lot of the rates are coming back higher. Is anyone else noticing that that gear is going out for everything? I'll tell you what, are you free tomorrow? Come to my shop. I will be there. <laughs> the shelves are bare. That's great. We have nothing. Like, That's great for you guys. Yeah, there's there's no reason to give it away awesome. right now. No, no, no. And I get and I get that. And I get that. But what we talked about like during this demand is so high we can't keep up. No, it's great. So we can't we can't keep discounting. It's just the way it is. Yeah, no, and that's great for you guys. But I'm saying, yeah. like, I wanted to do a small cable order for a, a package. It came back for four weeks. It came back for like at 14, 14 grand or uh 1400 bucks for a couple of PowerCon through one, like just ungodly amount of money. And uh I, I've just never seen that before. Yeah, Matt, just to give you an idea, it, since since COVID started, I've done two seasons of the same show. Uh, one's the last August 2020 when we first came out of COVID. Uh, and the rates between the shoe shows did go up on the second season, but that was only because of sub costs and, and everybody being empty. I don't see any of the rental companies doing a gouge or or a or a, a uh, because they can't. It, it really That's is. More. Everyone That's I've been dealing with has been passing on passing the additional costs, but no one's no one's gouging. Okay, that's that's. I would I agree with that. I, yeah. And the only reason I ask is we had this conversation back last year where we were like, you know, we we can't like, is it going to happen? Our rental house. Yeah, every, everybody's going to behave nicely, yeah. right? Yeah. Is is yeah. pretty much that what we all, always said. Yeah, that and we're gonna honestly, forward. what I'm seeing for the most part, Matt, is that people are behaving nicely. But you know, stock goes down, prices go go up. Stock goes up, prices go down, and and so they're definitely adjusting based well, on inventory levels and stuff. And it and it really depends on how flexible Chris, you're too you far are from the microphone. The more the more I flexible like I am with fixture selection and and everything else, that obviously puts it back in because that's less that whatever rental house is going to have to sub if i'm absolutely specific, very good point and i'm paying then i'm i'm paying a cost for that specificity right. yeah absolutely right. i agree, I agree. With you. The, paying, the other thing that is significantly more product yeah, yeah the other piece is cable is the most maintenance heavy part of a shop and like when i left the shop today there was 12 guys working in the cable bay and they're working i think eight to eight today but uh, I'm just saying, like a five or six hundred dollar cable package, yeah, doubled up. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's, you're not being gouged. It's literally our costs have gone up. I mean, I don't know who you got the vote from, but costs have gone up. You know, trucking is up. Yeah. Labor, shop labor is up. 
Absolutely. That's if you can get the guys to show up. That's that's the mm-hmm. point. It's one of our biggest yeah. issues right now, staff. Wait a sec, hold it. This you just opened the door for. for I, I got to tell you this. You need a story for a moment. So I've got a buddy. I've got a buddy <laughs> who, who did a show in Kona, and Kona has a problem because the Outer Island labor well surf was up, and his entire drag out crew did not show up. So what, he, what did he do to solve it? He pulled over six taxi cabs, put them all on waiting time, and had him haul his gear out. <laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah. brilliant. Do you guys do you guys not have do you guys not have do you not have lawyers or just companies in Hawaii scheduled during low tide? Well, I mean, I thought it was creative. Sorry, it's very creative, but somebody's going to get in trouble. <clears throat> it's highlight time, man. You get the job done. That's right. Yeah, I guess done. I guess Hawaii taxi drivers are different than New York taxi drivers, too. You know, oh, yeah. probably probably a little well, bit. Different. I'm sure you can be restrictive too. You see a large local in a car, and you go, "I need you," and you see, you know, a smaller person. You go next. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're racist. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Ooh. joking, Bob. Oh, I'm joking. Sure. I I've think had I'll a just, glass and a half. I think I'll just strength profiling. Marcel, can I fill your glass up? Here. I think you're getting a little low on your wine. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. So, uh, what else? I mean, again, the Raiders game was incredible. Raiders game was unbelievable. That Raiders game was so crazy. I kept trying to go to bed, but I couldn't because it was just so damn good, you know? Not a fan, but that was a really good game. Yeah. Well, I'm not a fan of the Raiders, game. and I'm and I'm not really a big NFL fan right at the moment, but that was a good game. That was like hard to shut off. You couldn't do it. I was I I I, I, I would have bet so much money on the Ravens like before that last series, because it was like, okay, the Raiders screwed up, you know. The Ravens are going to win this now easily because they missed the field goal and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> it was crazy. Such a good game. Well, Marcel, as a Canadian, you and Claudette must be very uh, proud of your little Layla Fernandez who knocked it out of the park all the way to the oh, finals yeah. of the U.S. Open. Yeah. What yeah. a brilliant I mean, a lot what of, an amazing uh, young woman. The two of them, teenagers, the one who won for huge, the UK Huge and future. Fernandez. Huge future. Huge future for Canadian huge. tennis. Amazing. And so Cahill, boys, are so, you a tennis uh, fan? Huge, yes. And player, I've always been. You're no, a, I'm asking Anthony. I've Anthony. Oh, I'm sorry. The last three days to watch anything, to be honest with you. Oh, shut up. Just because you got a job, finally quit complaining. Oh, well, yeah, congrats. Yeah, look at them all dressed up instead of on a jet ski. Pretty funny. You're wearing like a shirt with a collar and stuff. What the hell? You've sold I out. I those today and I had my gloves on all day. Damn. Damn. Were they white? No, I mean, that, gloves white? that USL. So, so here's a funny thing, Marsha. So I'm a huge yeah. tennis fan, as you know. And I had it on in the background the entire time I was in, in uh, my house in Canada. And... Uh, so I watched the, I never watched women's finals. I watched the women's final because I didn't even care. Honestly, I'm Canadian. I didn't care who won that because both of those girls are incredible as far as I'm concerned. They're, they're both like, just like unbelievable stories, both just, wow, I can't believe what they did. 
And I really like that. I can't remember her name, so I call her Ratatouille. I like her a lot, the the British one. And uh, yeah, but she's actually Canadian. She was born in Toronto. Really? Yeah, she's Canadian. Well, you know, so anyways, great, and it was really great. But here's the thing. So Sunday, Sunday, I had problems because Sunday there was the F1 race, and then at two o'clock there was like two things going on. There was tennis and there was something else that i had to watch it oh the dolphins the game dolphins. Two, two o'clock in canada in in calgary where i was in the mountains and so at two o'clock there was all this stuff and then somebody came to my house like a contractor came to my house at two o'clock as well so i got all freaking discombobulated and i forgot to watch the freaking men's tennis final so i'm at dinner later with friends and they go did you see that final today and i was like Oh my God, I forgot. And so I can't believe Djokovic lost and Medvedev won. That was pretty cool. Medvedev dominated. Medvedev dominated. Yeah. It was a well, did he dominate or did Djokovic choke? No, no, he dominated. He, he dominated. Really? Yeah. His serve was yeah. so good. And he just. That's, that's he was awesome. in the zone, and wasn't he, Eric? Same thing, same thing with Emma. She dominated the other girl too. I mean, she was just. Yep. Emma was too was strong incredible. for her. She was yep. incredible. Just They're amazing. In the zone. Yeah. But can you imagine an 18 year old girl having that kind of just whatever you want to call it, but I mean, you know, mental toughness to be able to go all the way through that and be in a U.S. Open final 18 years old. Jesus. The last time Incredible. it happened was, I think, what, 94, 97 with Serena Williams and Martina and Martha. Uh, 99, Martina I think it was. Well, whatever was in the 90s, so it's been what? A long time ago. Close to 30, 25 years? It's a long time. And 22 really by my math, but that's okay, Marsha. That's okay. I've had some wine. <laughs> no worries. I never. Beto, you can't leave. We're not done yet. Some of us have food. got work to do here. Jesus Christ. What you know that what he said going from zero to 150? Mark, can that's- I sleep on your couch for LDI? Yeah, sure. Now I got a guest house. You can have the guest house. All right, good. I'm in. Uh, All right, we'll see everybody we, later. Before we'll see everybody later. leaves, yeah, anybody needs to rent. Chris, know, what are you eating now? I've got all that. <laughs> what did you say, Bob? Well, I just said well, you know, I've been approached by a couple of people on the mainland to rent consoles and stuff. And frankly, I've, I've got no use for them for a couple of months. If anybody is short of, short of board, let me know. What do you got, Bob? You got any ME2 folds? Sid was looking today for I have uh, two Grand ME2s uh, full size. I only have full size. And I've got Grand ME3. I've got a whole hog four and two uh, evil light. Wait, I'm going to have to mute all of you because you're killing my business right now. Shut the fuck up. Hey, I'm Shut changing up, the subject. I'm going to say goodbye to all. I got sundown bearing on down on me. We got young oh, yeah, Kippur. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's it all say goodbye because I'm going to go all. eat. Happy whatever you're tomorrow. Marcia, 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 next week, everybody. Marcia, call me when you get a chance after your holiday. I will, Matt. Okay. See y'all. And thanks for all the heads up there, Patrick. Appreciate it. Bye. 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 Bean, what are you eating? Celery with the almond butter. Ah, ants on a lot. I used to do celery with cheese whiz. That sounds so amazing. Do you guys do cheese whiz in America, or is that a Canadian thing? I mean, only no, if you cheese whiz steak. Oh yeah, we shouldn't eat it, but we got it. 
I know it's so bad, but I grew up, that's all I ate. I mean, cheese was on bread, cheese was on celery. <laughs> I won't eat celery because I quit eating cheese was. And you're still it's alive. It's amazing. And I'm really? still alive. <laughs> Yeah. There's no vaccine that got you through COVID. It was that damn cheese was 30 years ago. <laughs> That's probably it. I'm pretty sure. I am completely unbeatable now. I've had COVID twice and double vaccinated, so I'm good. I can lick wow. your not twice. Well, I had it in February last year. I wasn't sure until I was pretty sure later on. <laughs> I had it in February last year. Well, because I had a flu shot and then like a week Gosh, later. I hate you. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't wear a mask why don't you just wear a fucking bag over your head matt <laughs> jesus christ how long right. ago was you your wore a condom which one your latest your latest infection um about six weeks ago i guess beginning of august well, you look good. Anyway, August. So. Good thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I I really wasn't sick, so I had I had the vaccine. My girlfriend had it too. She had zero symptoms. I had fever for a couple of days, so um, I was oh, lucky. You know, okay. I I would believe that the vaccine probably made it easier on me to to have it. I was gonna actually because here in Florida we get all these whatever they call that something. I forget what they call the drip thing that they give you. I could have gone and plasma? done that. Convalescent plasma? No, but right. something. Yeah, they got all that shit. They give you, In a, Florida? They give you a cocktail. Yeah, they give you a cocktail. Isn't that the stuff they uh, kill the babies for, drain their blood? Yeah, yeah. That. yeah that's, that's the one. Stuff. Yeah, and puppies and kitten, kittens and all yeah. that stuff, Patrick. Yeah. That's not like a Florida thing. Jobs. medicine. That one too. So anyways, yeah, I was fine, but I feel like I could do anything now, even go to the Dolphins game on Sunday. Boom! Oh, wait, See how I covered the seat you, numbers that time? Mark the time, it's another edit. <laughs> did you get the Invermectin or no? I didn't get anything. I just, I took an Advil because I had a headache. That's about it. <laughs> Take that, uh, that cow You're shit. a good company right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? Is that the uh, the cow stuff that they use that they say works? The horse Inject- thing that Joe yeah. Rogan took. Yeah, yeah. that's holding. That's in. That's ivermectin. Hey Patrick, yeah. have, Patrick, have you had any gigs canceled? Any of your gigs? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did actually. Um, we we had uh, two that were actually both associated with one another. Uh, one was supposed to be three, four, four weeks ago. Um. And we still flew in to do a, a site check recce for it because they want to they want to do it again, but they want to push the date. And then there was a follow up to that that was supposed to happen September. I want to say twenty third or twenty fourth, and that they pulled the plug on that and uh, rescheduled to twenty twenty two. I had one in end of September in Boston that they pushed to November. Yeah, it was a gala fun, uh, you know, like a five million dollar gala thing. And they just don't want to deal with it. They're like, we'll push it off to November. We're still going to do it, but it's, you know, freed up a week. What I will say is that, yes, we've had cancellations. We've had more bookings and cancellations, which is. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I keep it. I talked to Wiseman this morning. morning. 
Yeah, Wiseman told me this morning because he was planning on coming onto the call, but then he had a client meeting book at same time or whatever. And he said, Marcel, I got to tell you, I've never been busier in my life. It's it's absolute insanity right now. And one drops off, three come back on. One drops off, three come back on. It's it's. He said he can't keep up. Yeah, so. it makes for more work for the for the you know representatives, which sucks, you know. But yeah, I mean, we, down, I, I, we were turning gigs down this week, left and right. Wow, wow, that's incredible. And I mean, I know we've we've sold your company a shit ton of fixtures recently, Chris. So. You guys are busy. I know that. I know that. I know that. Yeah. You guys are busy right now. So no, it's amazing. It's, it's a weird time. I feel really bad for, for Bob Harmon because Hawaii's tough. I was just in uh, Prince Edward Island a couple of weeks ago and uh, it's similar, you know, these, these islands, it's kind of like you're trying to keep this sort of wall around you and protect the small amount of people that are on the island and Prince Edward Island was the same thing. When I got there, they said, yeah, there's five new cases. And I was like, five, Jesus Christ. You know, there was five, there was five in the seven 11 where I stopped to get, you know, a thing of Advil earlier. (laughs) Um, And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm not making fun of it, but they said there were five new cases in Prince Edward Island, but there's only like 150,000 people on Prince Edward Island. So, um, yeah. I mean, the Hawaii thing is challenging for sure. It's got to be tough. So I feel for you, Bob. I'm not trying to bum you out, dude. Don't put your head in your hands. I know. I'm just joking with it. Yeah. yeah. I'll survive. So, Bob, Bob do, you, do you have any stuff going on or is it just completely shut um, down? I, I was really lucky. I had a week of work. Um, frankly, some, one of the local clubs had an SVOG and I sold a bunch of gear that wasn't making me money, which will move forward, you know, and uh, I was able to stash a little bit. And, um, but now, oh my gosh, it's, it's, I call it like tumbleweeds. Yeah, that's terrible. Not only did the numbers get high, but our government went on national television and told people it's a bad time to come to Hawaii. Do me a favor. Don't come to Hawaii. And uh, we we had 30,000 people coming a day and now it's like 15. You cut it to half. Well, and what percentage of your revenue is is tourism? Probably 90. Well, (laughs) you know, the thing is that any. Any corporate that comes in means there's probably going to be a public concert, too. And if you kill corporate, you kill my business. Yeah. It's related. You know, everything's related. We're an island. Uh, we and, and by the way, if you haven't kept up with numbers, we have 1.1 million people on Oahu alone. There's a lot of people here. And 25% more in tourists, usually. Wow. What's the, vac- what's the vaccination vaccination rate depends on what you look at um see according to the cdc we're 75 percent vaccinated according to hawaii's interpretation which includes every living thing born uh we are only 63 percent when we, we get to 80 percent in their interpretation we, they would probably release things so is it hard to get vaccinated or is it the rest? No, of- not at all. In fact, it's really easy. Um, it's, it's harder to get tests, tested if you choose not to, as I said before, because so many people, oh, I have the option of doing tests. I'll do that. 
and then they go, we don't have, good luck with that. Yeah, it's crazy. I talked to friends in Boston and in other states. In New York, it is, you could walk to one of 75 testing sites, get a PCR. Yeah, same same here, same here. It's crazy. And then up there, they have to make an appointment and a couple days out and it's only PCR no rapid like we have full-blown trailer built testing sites like they took an old parking lot at you know that there used to be a kmart in and just build it with trailers for testing laguardia like in the in the first floor of the b parking lot which is american airlines there's a full-blown testing site right there wow you just drive right up get your 10 minutes you're done it's easy crazy friends i love i love talking about covid testing but i gotta go leave. <laughs> bye love <laughs> you all love you all See you guys all right, all right. guys happy birthday, Bob. Happy, birthday, happy birthday Bob. happy birthday buddy